Glory to Jesus Christ, Annunciation Byzantine Catholic Parish presents Light of the East, a program revealing how the Eastern Catholic Churches have nourished the Roman Catholic Churches and today's world in profound ways through their history, traditions, mysteries, and spirituality. Hello, I am Father Thomas J. Loya, pastor of Annunciation of the Mother of God Byzantine Catholic Church in Homer Glen, Illinois, and this is the story of the Eastern Churches, an inspiring story of faith courage, intrigue, mystery, spirituality, dissension, and reconciliation. But most of all, this is an expression of a great experience of faith through our unique divine liturgy. Join with me now as we look toward the Light of the East. Light of the East is also supported by the iconography of Father Thomas J. Loya. Father Loya's iconography for your prayer and home devotion may be obtained by going to MorningstarBooksAndGifts.com That's MorningstarBooksAndGifts.com Then click on the Art and Decorative link and click on Icons in the drop-down or call 630-629-1720 Morningstar Books and Gifts 28 West St. Charles Street, Lombard, Illinois Glory to Jesus Christ. Welcome to Light of the East. I'm your host, Father Thomas Loya. One of the most remarkable events to happen in the history of Christianity happened in recent years. It happened in the country known as Ukraine, where Christianity, which for a while was suppressed there, persecuted, and in the late 1980s, early 1990s, the church was liberated, along with the fall of communism in that land. And many of you may not be as familiar with the history of Christianity in Ukraine, but it is a remarkable history. And today, in Ukraine, the Christian population is made up of Ukrainian Orthodox Christians, Ukrainian Catholic Christians, Armenian Christians, and also Protestant denominations. And there's a number of denominations of Christianity in the Ukraine. But the one that is perhaps the most significant, certainly for our purposes here in Light of the East, is the Ukrainian Byzantine Catholic Church. The Ukrainian Greek Catholic Church, also it's called, is actually the largest Eastern Catholic Church of its own law, which in Latin is Ecclesia Sui Iuris. And in fact, there are 3,317 communities in Ukraine of the Ukrainian Greek Catholic Church. It's the majority of which are found in Western Ukraine. And in fact, especially those of you who are Latin Rite listeners, And if you go to Ukraine, the majority faith there would actually be the Ukrainian Catholic Church. It would not be the Latin Rite Church. In fact, as I mentioned, there are 3,317 communities, Ukrainian Greek Catholic communities in Ukraine. And of the Latin Rite communities, or Roman Catholic communities, there are 807. So actually, this country of Ukraine is remarkable and significant because it's the one country in the world where the Eastern Rite and Eastern Rite is actually the more dominant rite of the church and not the Latin rite. And we're very privileged today to have a very, very special guest who is part of this remarkable new era of history in the Ukrainian Byzantine Catholic Church or the Ukrainian Greek Catholic Church. And I think it's very providential that I'm speaking to you today and our guest is here today because on this day as we record this program, this is the feast in the Byzantine liturgical calendar of the conception of St. John the Baptist, which is itself a mark a mark of the final prophetic era of salvation history, which itself would give rise then 
to the final era of salvation history itself with the coming of Jesus Christ. So I think this is all very, very providential that I am going to speak today with an individual who is part of a very prophetic and new era of a remarkable church. I welcome today to Light of the East his Beatitude Sviatoslav Sevchuk, who is head of the Ukrainian Greek Catholic Church. Patriarch Sviatoslav, who turned 41 in this past May 2011, is the youngest bishop in the Ukrainian Catholic Church and the fourth youngest in the Catholic world. He was born in the Western Ukrainian town of Stri. He was sent to study theology in Buenos Aires, Argentina in 1991 to 1992, and he returned to Ukraine to continue his studies at the seminary in Lviv and then study at the Pontifical University of St. Thomas Aquinas in Rome, where he earned a doctorate summa cum laude in 1999 in theological anthropology. He then was a teacher and also administrator at Holy Spirit Seminary and the Ukrainian Catholic University. He was ordained a priest in 1994 and served as a bishop for Ukrainians in Argentina. From 2009 to 2011, he was installed as Patriarch of the Ukrainian Catholic Church on March 27th of 2011 in Kiev. Welcome, your beatitude, to Light of the East. Slava Jesus Christ. Thank you so much. Your beatitude, first tell us about your title. What is your title exactly, and how many titles do you have, and how do you get those titles? Well, it's a tough question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, my official title is the Major Archbishop of Kiev Halic. It means that uh, our church is uh, an Eastern Catholic Church, Sui Iuris, uh, is church which has its own identity and is governed by the synod gathering of the bishops and the head of that church which is major archbishop such a system according to the canon law of the eastern churches we call the patriarchal church mm -hmm. it means that the head of that church is, is the father of the church which has not only the um, the authority over the faithful in its own country, mm -hmm. but even uh, to his pastoral care is uh, uh, um, given many faithful who lived outside of mm -hmm. its own canonical territory. It's why very often, uh, according to the official uh, 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 titles, I will be called the Major Archbishop of Kiev Halic, but our faithful in liturgy would call me patriarch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's why, as I'm referring to in this program today, uh, we refer to you as your beatitude, correct? Yeah. Um, according to, to the titles of the Eastern bishops, normally beatitude is a title referred to the, to the metropolitan, mm -hmm. which is the head of the church. Mm -hmm. In my case, I received this honorific title Beatitude as a head of the Ukrainian Byzantine Rite Catholic Church. And you were chosen by the Synod of Ukrainian bishops? Yeah. According to the tradition of the Eastern Churches, the new head of church is chosen by the Synod of the bishops. Mm -hmm. uh, Synod which, which unites a whole Ukrainian bishop whole ar around the world. Now we are 52 bishops in whole world. Uh, 
And uh, then uh, we ask Holy Father to co- confirm our election. Mm-hmm. But this is the situation of the major archbishop. Mm-hmm. When the head of the church has a title, official title, as a patriarch, mm-hmm. so after the election, he simply sent the litera communionis. He manifests his communion with the Holy Father, the successor of Peter, but he doesn't need any uh, confirmation mm. from his side. This is this small difference between major archbishop and the patriarch when it is uh, when he is elected. Your predecessor, Hussar, he was also known as Cardinal Hussar. Does this mean that in your position automatically you become a cardinal? Well, title a cardinal doesn't belong to the Eastern Catholic tradition. <laughs> right. It rather some some honorific title mm-hmm. or a special uh, special position with uh, which some uh, lay people deacon priest or even bishop receives at the Holy See of Rome mm-hmm. uh, uh, because that title is given by His Holiness Pope of Rome mm-hmm. and uh, well my predecessor His Beatitude Lubomir Husar was uh, uh, created as a cardinal, which means he uh, was uh, he is still a member of the this college of cardinals. And I'm not. It, uh, it basically it, the cardinal is one who helps to s- select the new pope, correct? Well, cardinal it um, it a title of the Latin Church. Yes. And very often, perhaps, some uh, uh, Orthodox Church would be scandalized if <laughs> a patriarch would receive a title of cardinal. <laughs> it means that Pope would consider a head of the Eastern Church as his own deacon. <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> so it's why it's not so so easy to to to, to explain for the Eastern uh, uh, churches what does it mean to be a cardinal. And speaking of titles, how about the title, the name of your church? Sometimes it, there are different phrases, names you, Union Church, Ukrainian Catholic Church, Ukrainian Catholic Church of the Byzantine Rite, Kievan Catholic Church. How should your church be called? Well, those different names of our church uh, 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 are reflecting the history of our church. Mm. We are the uh, um, sons and daughters of the Kievan Church, Church of Kiev, which was born uh, in the very famous baptism of Kiev Rus, uh, performed by King Volodymyr. And uh, um, formally, this Church of Kiev never was separated from the communion with Rome. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there, there are two two moments, very special moments in the history of that church when the the metropolitan of Kiev uh, manifest his union with with Rome. Mm-hmm. It was the uh, Council of Lyon, mm-hmm. and then very famous Council of Firenze, mm-hmm. when uh, uh, the, the the metropolitan of Kiev even was created as a cardinal, <laughs> <laughs> proclaiming the union. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the uh, successor, uh, successor mm-hmm. of Peter. Uh, and then 
our church formally manifest his union with Rome in uh, 1596. Mm -hmm. At that point, we were named inside of the Polish kingdom Unit Church, mm -hmm. which means the Eastern Church, which confirmed or manifest his own union with the Holy See. Uh, in the former Austrian Empire, when some part of our church in Western Ukraine, in Galicia, entered to make part of that uh, st Catholic state, uh, by the uh, Emperor of uh, Austrian Empire, we received the name Greek Catholics. <laughs> Why? Because in his own kingdom, there were two different sides of Catholics. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Catholic of Roman, mm -hmm. Catholic Roman Latin Rite, mm -hmm. and Catholics of a Greek Byzantine Rite. Mm -hmm. So in his kingdom, Latin Rite Christians received a name Roman Catholics, mm -hmm. and those who were followers of the Byzantine tradition received the name Greek Catholic. Well, when we return, we're going to talk more about the fascinating history and also the vision and destiny of the Ukrainian Greek Catholic Church when we return. I'm Father Thomas Loya on Light of the East. Light of the East's mission is Christianity's reunion. And to tell the story of the eastern lung of the Catholic Church, we need your support in order to keep Light of the East on the air. You can make a donation now by going to ByzantineCatholic.com. That's ByzantineCatholic.com. Click on the radio button and then donate securely using any major credit card. With your help, we can keep Light of the East's illumination bright. Father Thomas Loya invites you to a special Sunday afternoon at 3 o'clock, November 13th at Annunciation Byzantine Catholic Church where you'll hear the Ecclesia Choir sing the Byzantine Funeral Rite, sung with melodies from the Carpatho-Rusin tradition, and one newly composed Zvat Sanctus, but harmonized with both Eastern and Western sensibilities in mind. The entire work will be sung unaccompanied. The harmonization is by Ecclesia Director Timothy Woods. For ticket information, go to lincolnchamberproductions.org, lincolnchamberproductions.org. For the Ecclesia Choir Concert of the Byzantine Catholic Funeral Rite at Annunciation Byzantine Catholic Church, 14610 Wilcook Road, Homer Glen, Illinois, at 3 p.m. Sunday, November 13th. You're listening to Father Thomas Loya on Light of the East. I'm Father Thomas Loya, and I'm inviting you to a sock hop with the Neverly Brothers. Yo, Father Loya wants you to come out and sock hop to the fabulous Neverly Brothers at the Joliet Moose Lodge. And they play everything from Chuck Berry to the Beatles. Hey, I'm talking to you. Well, 
Not only can you dance, but you can have a sumptuous dinner buffet. Then challenge your memory at the trivia contest and take a chance on a 50-50 raffle. This great time is a fundraiser for Annunciation Byzantine Catholic Church of Homer Glen, Illinois. Get that grilled cream and head out to the Joliet Moose Lodge at 25 Springfield Avenue in Joliet. Saturday night, November 12th. Saturday night, November 12th at 6.30. Tickets at the door or on the homepage of ByzantineCatholic.com, ByzantineCatholic.com for a sock hop with the Neverly Brothers. Saturday night, November 12th. Welcome back to Light of the East. I'm Father Thomas Loya here. Honored to be here with a very, very special guest. His beatitude, Sviatoslav Sevchuk, who is the head of the Ukrainian Greek Catholic Church. A very, very young head, in fact, at age 41. Your beatitude, we were talking about the history of the Ukrainian Greek Catholic Church, just briefly, because it's a remarkable history. But what about now its present, its future? What is the vision, or what vision do you bring to this church now that you are the head of it? Well, our recent history is linked with a very difficult period that we had in the Soviet time, in the former Soviet Union. Because 65 years ago, our church was practically destroyed. All our bishops uh, were sending into the prison. Thousands and thousands monks, nuns, and faithful were exiled into Siberia. And uh, on that time, our church exists in the catacombs, modern, modern catacombs. But after the fall of communism 20 years ago, our church is experiencing its explosion, its resurrection. And this resurrection reached uh, uh, our structures not only in Ukraine, but all over the world, mm. United States, Canada, Argentina, Australia, Brazil. So those last 20 years, uh, we really expect this powerful presence of the risen Christ among us. Well, but now, uh, maybe with the election of, of new head of, of, of the church, a lot of people would say that we start a new period of our church. Mm -hmm. And I think, first of all, this that now uh, uh, we have to witness, not only in Ukraine, but in the whole world, the power of the divine presence in his own church. Mm -hmm. And I think the main task uh, of each church is to preach, to announce the gospel of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Not only because our difficult history, but only but but because of the need of the modern world. So we feel themselves that we are sent to the modern culture, to the modern persons, mm -hmm. in order to testify the the divine presence uh, uh, of risen Jesus Christ among us, and only He Himself can be a protection, solution, and even a teacher how we should uh, live our li life, not only today, but even tomorrow. So mm -hmm. evangelization mm -hmm. is the main task of our church today. And is it understood uh, from the mother country, from Ukraine, is it understood that as the Ukrainian Greek Catholic churches all around the world, that the challenges are different in those areas. Yeah, so today we, we understand more and more uh, uh, clearly that we are some sort of global church. Mm -hmm. 
Yes, we belong to the same tradition. We are the same church, but uh, um, we preach gospel of the Jesus Christ in different cultures. Mm-hmm. Um, it means that we have to to conserve our unity or, uh, of, of the church, but even to be open to the diversity. Mm-hmm. Um, we have real, real treasure of our tradition, our Eastern spirituality, our theology and liturgy. But n- now we have to share with all Christians and maybe with those people who do not believe in Christ, uh, uh, we have to share our treasure. Now, your predecessor had an interesting phrase or concept. One people of God on the land of the hills of Kiev. Tell us about that concept, that vision. Well, this concept was announced when the head of the Ukrainian Greek Catholic Church came back to Kiev. Mm. He was where before? Uh, Before he was in Lviv. Okay. Lviv, which is a capital of the western Ukraine, mm-hmm. the, the former Austrian territory. Mm-hmm. Uh, because in the territory of the Russian Empire, metropolitan of, of Kiev, uh, uh, was, uh, met- metropolis of Kiev was destroyed by the Russian Tsar. It's why the unique possibility to, um, to administrate our church uh, was to, to have the 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 um, the see of the head of the Ukrainian Catholic Church in Lviv, but five years ago he came back to Kiev, and so he manifest the reasons why he is coming back to Kiev. <laughs> uh, so we we, we uh, came back to Kiev in order to fight with the Orthodox. <laughs> we came back to Kiev in order to conquer new territories <laughs> and he uh, explained in this remarkable homily that he went back to cave to the source of our church mm-hmm. to the original sea of the metropolitan of cave halich mm-hmm. and we want be present there in order to restore this unique and very important center of christendom which was created in the baptism of Kiev. Mm-hmm. Uh, in its homily, he maybe for the first time manifest that uh, in today's situation, there are three branches of the former one metropolis of Kiev. Mm-hmm. One branch belongs to the Patriarchate of Moscow. Another branch belongs to the unity with the Sea of Rome, which means our church. And also we have an, uh, another branch, so-called non-canonical Orthodox, who are seeking the communion with the mother of that church, the See of Constantinople. And uh, for the first time, his Beatitude Lubomir manifest the new vision, or we would say new ecclesiology. Not the ecclesiology of exclusion, but the ecclesiology of communion. Mm-hmm. And he was calling for the communion, comprehension and collaboration, all those parts of the former uh, metropolis, former uh, uh, church of Kiev. So he's calling for a unified Ukrainian church, both with Orthodox and Greek Catholics. So his main idea was to bring alive uh, 
the situation which was in the first millennium of the Christendom. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because when Church of Cave uh, 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 was born, that church was uh, exists in double communion mm-hmm. with the See of Constantinople, mm-hmm. with our mother church, and also with the Church of Rome. Because this big and sad division among Constantinople and Rome became only uh, 154, so almost 200 years after. Mm-hmm. And now our presence in Kiev and even our openness, our call to the communion is the witness or even wish to restore this original union of, of the Church of Christ, which was before that sad division among East and West. There is so much to this history and to the vision and destiny of the Ukrainian Greek Catholic Church that we don't have time for any one program. So we will be continuing our conversation with our very special honored guest on a subsequent program. But today we'd like to thank all of you for listening. We'd like to thank our guests for being with us today. Thank you, your beatitude. Sviatoslav Sefchuk for being with us here on Light of the East. Spohom. Thank you for listening. Next week, we will return to the Light of the East. To find out more about Annunciation Byzantine Catholic Parish, visit our website, byzantinecatholic.com, where you will also find an archive of all of our programs. In order to continue this program with its mission of Christianity's reunion, we need your support with a donation. Any amount would be a blessing. Please make out a check to Light of the East Radio and send it to Light of the East 14610 Will Cook Road, Homer Glen, Illinois 60491. That's Light of the East 14610 Will Cook Road spelled W-I-L-L-C-O-O-K, Road, Homer Glen, Illinois. From the light of the East, a new dawn of unity is in sight. God bless you, go with God, and may God bless you and grant you many happy years. <laughs>